positive heads out there. Brandon Beecham and Dalian here. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Positive Head Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Dan O'Donnell, on the show. Dan is the founder of PositiveAtmosphere.com, the Positive uh, Thinking Facebook group, and is also the creator of the highly unique new board game, Better Me, which is a game that centers around growth and friendship. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here. Now, tonight we're going to do something a little bit different with the show. I still want to talk a little bit about Dan's story, but then I want the three of us to actually play his game Better Me on the show. I figured what better way for people to get a sense of how unique Better Me is than to listen along as we play. And luckily, with the way the game works, you don't need to see the board to follow along. But uh, we'll get all in, into all that uh, more in just a bit. First, I want to talk a little bit about your story, Dan. Uh, tell me, tell me a little, you know, the listeners and all of us uh, a little bit about your background. How and when did you get started with Positive Atmosphere? Sure. Okay. Uh, I think I had the idea for Positive Atmosphere. I believe it was 06, 2006, and I was on a plane. Um, mm-hmm going to Dubai, I believe. And I was reading a Zig Ziglar book, actually. I think it was uh, See You at the Top. And he was talking about, you know, the idea of if you can find something you love to do that holds your interest, it won't feel like work. And, you know, it'll just, you'll be happier. Love what you do and you never work a day in your life, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so I don't know if you've, you've probably been on a long flight now and then you have a lot of time to think you can't really do a, a lot else. And I just was sort of ruminating on that for a while thinking, okay, well, what do I love to do? Cause at the mm-hmm. time I was, um, in real estate, I, I bought and sold real estate myself and also was a realtor, helped other people do it. And it was fine, but I wouldn't, I don't think I was quite passionate about it. Um, I liked learning and there was a lot to learn, but, um, So it kind of was right there in front of my face because I thought, well, here I am on vacation choosing to read this Zig Ziglar book. So obviously I like this personal development stuff. And um, I thought, and I'm on a trip to Dubai just to check it out. I really didn't have a reason to go. And I thought, well, you know, I like to travel just because and... I like this personal development stuff. So if I could get involved in personal development in a way that allowed me to travel, which, you know, of course, anything online where you, if you have an internet connection, you can work, then it doesn't really matter where you are. Like I'm in Thailand talking to you right now and you're in California, right? Right. Um, So it, it seemed like something online with personal development made sense. And I didn't know of any, um, you know, network or, you know, social network, whatever you want to call it, community site centered around that. So that became the idea. Um, But, you know, that idea sat on a Google Doc or whatever it was at the time, probably a Word document um, for for a couple of years before I actually got moving on it. Now, when was this? How how Um, long ago was this? Well, originally on that flight was 2006. And, um, it was in 2008 when I was in a mastermind group with some people from work and Mm -hmm. there was a lady in there, her name's Renee Daniels. And she wrote a book called 10 little bulldogs. And at the time it's a children's book at the time, it was just an idea that she had. She is very much into French bulldogs and, um, she has all kinds of friends that are into that. And she wanted to do a book for kids with bulldogs. So during our mastermind group where we met each week, 
she started the process of writing the book and she would every week tell us, you know, what her goals were for the next meeting, which would be something like getting all the photos taken, getting the layout, getting the graphic design for the cover and all that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff. And I watched her just make progress week to week to where in a couple months, you know, the, the book was pretty much finished. It needed a few little touches and things, but mostly it was done. And watching just the first few weeks of that got me thinking, man, you know, what's my excuse? I'd been telling yeah, myself, just seeing well, the I'm, process. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I thought, well, you know, I'm busy with real estate. I'll start the website someday, but I watched her just taking steps. And so I said, okay, you know, the first goal I set was just to go get the domain name. And I looked at positive. Atmos- yeah. Yeah. Positive atmosphere.com was available. So I snagged that. And then the momentum just built from there. I just <laughs> took some action every week and watching her, it, it raised the bar for me mentally because she was just making such fast progress towards something that seems like a big deal, you know, but when you break it down to small steps, and it's the just little not steps, that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that led to uh, the Facebook page later, which a guy that worked down the hall from me said, this was 2008, I think. And Facebook pages were still pretty new. I still didn't understand the difference between a Facebook page and my profile, you know? Mm -hmm. And he said, you should make a Facebook page for your, for your website, you know, call it something generic, like positive thinking. So people know what it is. He said, don't call it positive atmosphere because people won't understand it. So I did that, you know, and just kept taking little baby steps that turned out to be um, you know, now it's over 800,000 people and very active. Um, yeah, that's, so that's I'm incredible. Glad I listened. Yeah, I'm glad I listened to Eric on that one. So that was the start of everything. Very, very cool. So, yeah, you're currently approaching a million Facebook followers. That's that's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. Has that is it been a steady growth over the, the five years? I mean, how did how did you how did you get there? Pretty steady. Yeah. Um, and people, it's funny cause people with new pages ask me that a lot, you know, how did you get there? What, what drew, well, how'd you drive the growth? And I didn't yeah. pay for likes, which now you can do. And a lot of people do it effectively, but nobody was really doing that when I started. It was just being consistent, really nothing tricky. It was a lot of time, you know, sitting in front of my computer and finding pretty pictures and inspiring quotes and interacting with the people who commented and it was just steady. We posted every day. You know, now we post every hour, sometimes more. Uh, at the time, it was at least once a day. And um, wow, every yeah, hour, still, that's uh, quite a commitment. Yeah, I have an assistant that helps me with that. And it is, it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations so, you know, on that. That's certainly, it, certainly something to be proud of. Thank you. Yeah. And, and it wasn't anything tricky, though. It was just a matter of doing it every day. Yeah, just being committed and, and having a genuine intention to to spread, you know, positive information, and that that seems to be you you, you typically are are reposting quotes that you like and stories that you like, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, so videos, pictures, quotes, mm-hmm. all of that. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're when you're doing, trying to do something that helps people too, you get, you get a type of buy-in that you don't necessarily get with, you know, if you had a shoe store or something, nothing against shoe stores, but when you're, when you're (laughs) trying to help inspire people, people get excited and they want to share it. They want to help you. They want to tell their friends about it. You know? Um, so you get a, you definitely have an advantage. Yeah. Now that makes, that makes total sense. Yeah. And of course the type of people that are getting behind what you're doing, uh, are, people that are 
striving to be more positive in their own life. And so yep. it's, uh, that all goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, definitely. And you know, one of the side benefits is if you want to call it customer service or whatever, interacting with people, if there's ever a tech issue or something, they tend to be the most understanding, patient, <laughs> nice people. Yeah, that's I great. Just, I just had a lady order uh, better me and she somehow the player pieces and the die did not get put in the box. And oh, wow. so I said, okay, I'm on it. We'll figure it out. We'll, you know, we'll send you some, um, sorry about that. And I'm going to check and see, make sure other people are getting everything they're supposed to be getting to. And her response yeah. was, oh, it was more of just an FYI. I can just use some, you know, whatever coins or oh, something wow. for, for pieces. And I have a die anyway. I just wanted you to know there was an issue. You know, I was like, okay, thanks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good, uh, pretty good attitude when it comes to paying for a product and not getting all the pieces. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really nice. I'm sure you'll find that, too, with your podcast. Just, you know, the comments tend to be pretty positive and, and all of that. Wonderful. So on your site, uh, Positive Atmo- Atmosphere, it, that's a community of, yeah. well, positive people, you know, inspiring right. and empowering each other, as you put it. Um, blogs, video discussions. Uh, how many people do you currently have in the community and how you know, how active is that? I mean, I've, I've taken a look at it. It's not something that I, I plan to join, but have not, uh, as of yet. So, uh, right. tell me, tell me a little more about it. Um, it's a, just going from memory. I've got so many numbers floating around. I think it's around 16,000 people right now. And oh, wow, uh, that's yeah, great. it, it is a community, like you said, so people can, you know, add friends and share pictures and videos and all of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and, uh, so it's sort of like, you know, it's similar to a Facebook or, or a different social network, but it's centered just a specialized, around a spe- yeah. specialized version, essentially. Right. 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 So, you know, the idea being the whole idea behind having a community, because when I started it, there were lots of blogs with really great content, you know, lots of videos and and all kinds of audios and really good stuff. And I thought, you know, I want to try to fill a need that hasn't been filled yet. And I compare a lot of things to, you know, sports. That's something I was involved in a lot. So if you Mm want to get better at baseball, you don't go sit at your house and read a book about baseball and not talk to anybody else about baseball, right? You, you get on a team, you go to practice. Um, it's fine to read and, you know, watch videos about it, but you need to actually go apply it action at some point. Yeah. And you need to be on a team, right? So you don't just go throw a ball up against the wall by yourself. And that's what I think a lot of people are doing um, with personal development stuff is they'll get a book, you know, they'll write some New Year's resolutions or some goals down, things like that. But they don't have that accountability and that support, which is so key. And it's absolutely people know that. And in almost anything else, it's standard if you want to get better at. Um, you know, just name a skill, you know, you, you do an apprenticeship or you go get in a class where other people are learning it, um, which that did exist. Of course, there are seminars and, and those types of things in personal development, but I wanted to help connect the people and, uh, you know, put them together because I think good things happen when you do that with the, the people who have a common goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So you started that in 2009, um, I think it was 2008. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. maybe early or mid 2008. Um, I don't really tend to remember dates exactly, but it was somewhere in there. And then the Facebook page came shortly after. Um, we also had local positive atmosphere meetups going on where we'd have people come in and teach us certain skills like oh, um, nice. nonviolent communication, you know, things like that. We were doing that. Okay. I'm from Bellingham, Washington. We did it there. Um, and actually that 
the local groups of positive atmosphere is what led to better me because a member of positive atmosphere said that she wanted to have a get together in her area near St. Louis. And so mm-hmm. I flew out there to that, uh, to attend it. And it was oh, cool. cool. Good, good group of people. They did a couple of meetups like that. And she actually, you know, we were talking about personal development stuff in general and we got on the topic and she said, isn't it strange that there's no game for it? You know, there's, mm-hmm. and then it reminded me, have you ever played the game cash flow or heard of that game by Robert? No, Kiyosaki? It's no. so what it does is it teaches people uh, financial literacy. He's the guy who wrote rich dad, poor dad and cash flow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with him, but I've, I've never heard of the game. Yeah. So it's the basic idea is he used a board game to teach people real world skills. You know, it talks about buying and selling real estate and stocks and savings and and all of that. So I thought, yeah, you know, if you applied that same idea to personal development and help people, you know, talking about things like patience or forgiveness or discipline and, um, you know, gratitude, that would be pretty cool. And again, that sat in a Google doc from shoot, probably 2000 late. I think it was around Christmas of 2008 until, Mm -hmm. you know, I actually busted out a piece of paper and some pens and made the first Uh rough draft in 2014 of the game. So, Oh, wow. So, so you had the basic idea for many years, but actually, uh, what we see today is as the game, which you've just recently launched, correct? Um, that all has come together in this year. I didn't realize it was, uh, the concept, Uh, was, you know, there, but the, the details are pretty fresh. Yeah. The first game on the, just literally a piece of graph paper and I drew it out with highlighters for different colors and things. I played with a friend in November. So, mm-hmm. um, and the game hasn't been available to buy until I don't know exactly, but it's been pr- right around two months. So yeah, wow, yeah, yeah it's new. And yeah. that's a common well, con- theme in my congratulations, life. Congratulations, sure. by the way. Thank that's, you. Pretty, pretty and, unique concept. And of course, we're going to get into that more in a minute, too. Yeah. But, and I guess I want to share that with people that in my life, I've had a lot of things that have this long, you know, gestation period where it's an idea somewhere and I, mm-hmm. I write them down so I don't totally forget about them. Or now I use a Google Doc. But um, yeah, I'm sure there are people listening who can identify with, you know, my friend who wrote the children's book. I had another friend mm-hmm. just write a novel and these were things they had been thinking about for a long time. So, you know, don't get down on yourself if you had an idea and here it is a year later and you haven't started yet. You know, it's, it's never too late to start. Right. And today is always the best day to do it. So, um, and it doesn't have to be this massive project because I didn't know anything about publishing a board game or, you know, I didn't even know how to use Photoshop or any of that, but I found people to help with that. And it was the same when I started with positive atmosphere, I wasn't a web developer. And back then there were, you know, less tools to make websites. Now you can pretty much anybody can start a website if you use the right software subscription program yeah. or something, Absolutely. but you just yeah. take one step, right? You don't always it's see the mountaintop a lot from the valley. <laughs> yep. It, it definitely, it, it can be daunting when you're laying out any project. And I, th- I find as well, if you just put down, you know, start making lists of the things that you need to accomplish and just, you know, check them off one by one and Eventually, yep. you you realize you've come a really long way, and it doesn't, you know, doesn't seem near as daunting if you just focus on, you know, task by task. I agree. I Jack Canfield is one of my favorite guys, and he talked about it. Where I'm, I don't know where he got it, but basically, if you're going to drive from New York to L.A., 
You don't mm-hmm. need to know every where every stoplight is and which way you're going to turn at every intersection. You just you turn on your headlights. You can see, you know, a few hundred feet in front of you. When there's a red light, you stop. When it turns green, you go. If you get lost, you can ask somebody for directions or, you know, look it up on your smartphone now or whatever. So just, you know, you can't wait till all the lights are green to leave the house, right? Yeah, he is a chicken soup for the soul guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he did that with yeah. uh, Mark Victor Hansen, the two of them. And right, actually, yeah. I'll, I'll give him a plug because this book helped me out a ton. Um, the Success Principles that Jack Canfield wrote is probably overall my favorite personal development book. I know a lot of people talk about Think and Grow Rich and some others, but uh, that one to me, it's it's like a textbook. It's thick. It goes through almost any topic related to personal development. And he, I just personally really like his style. I think he's a really genuine guy. So I'd highly mm-hmm. recommend The Success Principles. Yeah. Well, one thing I did want to say is that I definitely relate to your comment about um, things that um, are sort of a long gestation period, anything that, you know, takes years really to develop. That's something that Brandon and I can definitely relate to. Yeah. So. So, yeah. But by all means, congratulations on your on your finished product now. But, um, you know, it's there's really no no shame or any kind of uh, big deal at all in anything taking, you know, anything worthwhile, of course, will be a a long time in, you know, in the works. And, you know, another thing on a related topic, something that really helps me out is I really am a big fan of biographies. And even if you're not a big reader, I mean, you've got the biography channel has all these pretty short, like one hour specials about different people and any form of biography, whether it's a YouTube video or a big fat book or whatever. Um, to me, if you read books about people that society kind of puts up on a pedestal, you'll mm-hmm. start to realize when you really dig in and learn more about them, more than what they show on the six o'clock news and stuff, uh, you learn about their struggles and how, how long it took some of them to become successful to me is really eye opening. Like one of my favorite examples and it's, it's a, like, it's a current example is Derek Jeter who just retired, right? He's a shoe in for the hall of fame, major league baseball. Um, you know, one of the most recognized and celebrated players of recent history. He, when he was in the minor leagues and I don't remember all the exact numbers, but he spent several years in the minor leagues. I want to say it was maybe seven and Mm -hmm. he was doing, Oh yeah. And he was doing all right, but he was sort of a weak fielder which is crazy because that's what everybody thinks about. He's this insane, you know, all-star player, great fielding um, baseball player. But he took, I think it was six weeks and worked on nothing but fielding. He just quit batting practice and he would be out there like four to six hours working on fielding every day. And, you know, this is a guy, future Hall of Famer, struggling in the minor leagues for years. But he always knew that he wanted to be a Yankee. And it wasn't just a major league baseball player. It was a Yankee. And from what I've heard, he had Yankee stuff hanging on his walls and all that, you know, to keep him um, motivated and remind him what he was doing. Those visual reminders. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, you know, he didn't. I mean, and I've actually known people that, well, I, I played with one guy in high school who wound up playing a little major league baseball. And I think he's still playing at some professional level. And, you know, he... I thought in high school that this guy was just insanely talented, right? He was a year older than me or in the class above me. He was actually my same age, but he Mm -hmm. was my age in the class above standout athlete. Um, guy would hit home runs that left our baseball field and bounced off the sidewalk and went across the street to the, and he hit the lawnmower store across the street one time, you know, Oh "Oh my God, what is with this guy? You know, he's like a freak of nature. And then we had a team barbecue 
get together at his house one time and I wasn't real close friends with him. I didn't hang out with him outside of school or anything. So when I got to his house, we pull up and he has a batting cage in his yard. And he was the only guy that I ever knew or that I played baseball with who had a batting cage at his house, you know, and the kind of the light bulb went on. Yeah. I go, Oh, (laughs) okay. He's not just naturally (laughs) 10 times more Mm -hmm. talented than us. This guy's out here hitting in his backyard every day, you know? Yeah. So, yep. That's, that's usually the difference. It's that, that extra effort that makes that tips the scales and in almost anything, whether you look at, you know, um, it's business or a creative venture or, you know, as a serial entrepreneur myself, I mean, I, you know, I've had way more failures than I have success. And really it's been in recent years that I've had any kind of significant success. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there are many people who watch my journey who thought, okay, this guy, you know, I, I, he's, he's going nowhere fast, you know, but I never stopped believing in myself. I never stopped, you know, maybe you have those moments, but you know, I'm, I love the, the, quote and of course i'm all i'm i'm such a junkie for great quotes in anyway but uh i forget who who said this one but it's you know you only lose when you quit and yeah. so many people quit you know they oh it, you know it's over i've tried too bad if you just keep going if you just keep pushing and you go that extra mile um that's when you know usually the big breakthroughs come yeah i agree and I think it's important for people to learn that about people like you or their, their sports hero or some actor or whatever, you know, that they didn't just ride this escalator to, to success, right? Yeah, I mean, right. they worked. Right. Um, and yeah. usually all they talk about once people have made it is all their big successes, you know, the movie yep. that made $100 million or whatever, the World Series. And it looks like Super it Bowl. happened overnight. Yeah. yeah. So as right. far as moving forward with positive atmosphere, I mean, you've got a great user base. You've been at it for a while. Do you have a particular plan uh, with where you want to take it or, you know, other projects in the works or kind of what, where do you see yourself going from here? Sure. You know, to be totally honest, I like to be transparent. I think positive atmosphere. I just talked about this with my assistant. We were talking about strategy with it and Mm -hmm. we kind of came to the conclusion, you know, I wanted to make sure she wouldn't. It seemed like we were both trying to make sure the other person wouldn't be upset. But we both kind of thought, you know, it kind of seems like positive atmosphere dot com is what it is. And we're getting new members and it's stable. And the people that are in there using it are liking it. And, um, it sort of seems like it's fulfilling its purpose for right now. Anyway, you know, if, if that changes later and we find new opportunities, that's cool. But, uh, I kind of like it the way it is. And we're putting most of our time and effort into things like better me right now. Right. right. Well, yeah, that's your new, that's your baby now. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And so positiveatmosphere.com will probably be, um, pretty stable for the next little bit. No big, you know, remodels or anything like that are planned. Um, but it's a cool place to, to hang out and be a part and meet interesting people. Um, and then, you know, with better me, we actually have a pretty active Facebook group for players to connect and hold each other accountable to their commitments and things like that. Um, and from memory, it's the better me player accountability and connect connection group, or maybe I flipped the words around the wrong order. Um, but if, (laughs) if people like the game after we play it, they can get in there and and get involved. And if they're playing games in their own neighborhood, they can have people across the world holding them accountable, which is kind of cool. So awesome. As far as new projects, I think right now my energy is going to better me and getting that spreading that around the world and helping people connect that are into it. 
Very cool. Very cool. So before we get on to actually sampling Better Me, and we're going to play a full game here, and we may go back and uh, edit this so it is, uh, you know, easily followable for, or not too long for uh, you, our listeners out there. But uh, Dan feels confident it will be, uh, you know, fun for you guys to follow along. And so we're going to do that here in just a minute. Before we do, um, what I want to do is get into, of course, I always love to hear any kind of positive paranormal story, uh, stories of real magic, if, if uh, you know, my guest has one. And particularly if it's one that maybe helped guide you to where you are today, but not necessary, you know, any kind of inspiring stories of real magic I'm game for. And I know the audiences. So uh, tell us, tell us about that. Yeah. Um, I have a story that it happened uh, maybe three years ago now in Costa Rica. And I can't say that it really was all that relevant to, you know, positive atmosphere or the game or anything. Uh, okay. aside from the fact that maybe if it didn't go the way it it went, worst case, I wouldn't be around to make the game. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, that's, so, that's relevant in all kinds of ways, right? Yeah. There's, you can do a commercial <laughs> break now and you, you'll know people will come back. Right. Um, yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm in Costa Rica. My dad lives down there. He retired down there. And so I try oh, to cool. get down there you know, fairly often. It's been a little while, but I'm down yeah, there. I went and, last and he, year for the first time and it oh, was, cool. it was awesome. Yeah. I went, there's yeah. a, uh, a transformational festival called Envision down there that I went to in 2013. Nice. Highly recommend it, but cool. Where was that? Anyway, I'm just curious. Oh gosh. Where was that? Um, oh, you know what? You're stumping me. I forget off yeah. the top of my head. Um, the name it wasn't near a place called Santa Teresa. Was it? Cause no, actually, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a friend that went to a big like end of the world Mayan calendar thing down that way. Oh, but, okay. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can look it up. It's called Envision. Uh, Envision. They, they're having it again. I actually, I think it's yeah, another month or two was, uh, you know, the 2015 Envision. And uh, I would love to make it down, but I have so much going on with the launch of uh, Positive Head and everything that I don't think I'll make it this year, but I plan to next year. Cool. I know how that goes. I'm sure you have quite a to-do list right now. I do. And I'm checking them off one by one. Cause if I looked yep. at everything, I might be intimidated. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Don't flip the page. <laughs> Just keep it on that one. Exactly. Um, so, so I'm in Costa Rica visiting my dad and I had a friend who, uh, was in Costa Rica at the same time who was visiting his high school friend who lives there. And we decided to get together in a place called Santa Teresa, which was a beach town. I don't know. It should have been about three hours or so from my dad's house. So uh-huh. I borrow my dad's motorcycle. He's got this kind of enduro style Kawasaki, you know, on road, off road. And I looked at the maps and everything, figured out which way I was going to go. I don't, I think I left around one or two thinking it would be about three hours. So I'd be in, you know, before sunset. Mm-hmm. And I was going to take kind of the, the shortest route as the crow flies rather than going right a much further route that involved all the highways and stuff. So I said, no, there's this road that goes, cuts through the jungle, ends up at the beach. Everything's good. So I, I go down that road and it winds up just being like little more than a footpath. Um, I didn't see anything else with an engine for several hours. I saw one guy riding a horse, you know, and I really wasn't sure if I was going the right way. And the sun set while I was in the middle of nowhere in the jungle on the motorcycle. 
and I hadn't seen a house in like two hours. And I didn't even really know if I was, I thought I was going toward the beach because rule of thumb is if you're lost, go downhill because that goes to mm-hmm. water, right? So right. anytime there was a fork in the trail, I went, whichever one looked like it went more downhill. And so right. I crossed all these little creeks and I'm just in the sticks. I, I remember I saw a vulture eating a dead ant eater. It was just a really that bizarre. That was not encouraging. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, it's like something out of a cowboy movie or something. So, so I finally get out of the hills and I'm on at least flat land and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, that's probably good. I'm probably closer to the beach than I was, you know? And, uh, I end up seeing an electrical line, which was awesome. I go, okay, that, that power is going somewhere. There's a house or something near here. Mm-hmm. And so I follow this little dirt road and I'm actually on something you'd consider a road now. And <clears throat> I, I hear some music in the distance. So I go towards the music and I come across this little bar with just a bunch of locals hanging out. It was like a little neighborhood bar. It almost looked like somebody's house that at night was a bar, you know, Been converted. And, <laughs> and I went and talked to the guys and they hardly spoke any English and I barely speak any Spanish, just but enough to maybe get some directions. And I told them yeah. I was trying to go to Santa Teresa and, you know, where do I go? And they pointed, you know, down this road, directo, you know, straight, blah, blah, blah. They said something about a river and then going across it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'd crossed a bunch of little creeks. So I didn't think it was a big deal. And I go down that way. And then when I come to this river, it's, it's like a real river, you know, and I go, how am I supposed to cross this on this motorcycle? I don't, I don't know how deep it is. And now it's dark, you know? So yeah. I'm thinking maybe there's a sandbar or something that I don't see. And I, they said there was a road on the other side, but I couldn't see anything over there. And it mm-hmm. seemed like when I came to the river on the road, the road should be right on the other side of the river. Right. But I didn't mm-hmm. see it. So I start going along the river bank and I'm on these little like gravel sandbars and stuff. And I went to cross this thing that was no bigger than all the creeks I'd been crossing. And it, it was only like maybe a foot and a half or a foot or a foot and a half of water and maybe 20 feet wide. And so I just, I drop down into it and I go to ride across it. No problem. And, but when I get to the other bank, which was only like two, maybe two and a half feet high, the bike wouldn't go up it because it was just sand and loose gravel. And it just, Uh no matter what I did, it would not get out of this, this water. And so I'm standing there in water up to, you know, almost my knee uh, mm-hmm. in the dark in a river in Costa Rica with my wow. headlight, like 30 degrees up in the air, pointing up into the trees. So I can't even really see what's around me. And now I'm wow. freaking out because this part of Costa Rica, you know, there are crocodiles and who knows what kind yeah. of snakes and all kinds of stuff. And I'm standing up to my knees in this river. <laughs> I'm just wow. not, not happy about the situation, you know? Um, yeah, it doesn't sound it, ideal. No. And, and I said, okay, I kind of, I had to calm myself down. You know, I'm like, the worst thing you can do is just panic. Right. And I could feel like my heart rate and my breathing was starting to do all that, like fight or flight stuff. And I was like, okay, calm down. You have to be able to think. And I thought, okay, I've got the engine still running. That's a positive. I have a horn on this bike. That's a positive. I've got a headlight shining up in the trees, which if anybody's around, they could probably see that. So that's positive. And, uh, so I just kind of, could you have climbed out if you needed to, uh, I uh, could have, I could have walked out of there, but yeah, then okay. I'm walking around in the dark with no headlight on a riverbank <laughs> at night, you know? Yeah. And yeah. to okay. be honest, like, I don't want to make it sound more Rambo than it really was. I could faintly hear that really loud music from the bar, but it, it was a ways yeah. away. And yeah. I wasn't really, you know, I'd be walking there in the dark on a riverbank. And I mean, literally, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to trip over a crocodile. Right. Um, right. 
So anyway, I, I calmed myself down enough. And so I moved the headlight around on the trees and started honking the horn on the bike. And I thought, you know, I've probably got, I don't know, an hour or two with the engine idling and stuff that keep the bike running. I didn't really want to kill it in the river. Anyway, I'm just hanging out wondering what I'm going to do thinking I'm probably not going to see anybody. And I kept trying to lift the bike out. I tried putting rocks under the back tire and all that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just wasn't happening. And rocks were getting in the chain. Every time I gave it gas, I thought, man, I'm going to like bust the chain or break the sprocket or something. Um, and then out of nowhere, some guy rides up on a mountain bike and oh, wow. I said hi and he came over and, uh, with his help, we lifted the bike up. It wasn't too big a problem with two guys. And yeah, I managed to ask him where he was going. And this is a guy on a mountain bike. He has no headlight or anything. And he says, I'm going yeah. to Santa Teresa. And I was like, what are the chances of some guy on a mountain bike at night coming up, going to where I'm going? Yeah. And I said, me, me too, me too. And he kind of gave like a thumbs up and everything and motioned like, follow me. And so uh-huh. I got behind him. So now we both have a headlight basically. And he knows where he's yeah. going. So be- between the two of us, we're an excellent team. We have light and Perfect. we know where we're going. So I Perfect. follow this guy across the river and it turns out it wasn't that deep and he knew where the road was on the other side. And we go down this dirt road in the middle of nowhere for, you know, 20 minutes or something. And we come out to this beautiful beach and there was nothing there. So even if I had gotten there myself, I would have had no idea I was near the town. And we yeah. go left, ride for maybe 10 minutes down this gorgeous beach, you know, like the, the moonlight sparkling off the waves and wow. all of that. And then he stops and he says something like, you know, this is where my house is and Santa Teresa is right over there. And he just says, directo, just further mm-hmm. go. And he said something about over the hill. And then yeah. he said, he pointed again and said, I'm going to go home. But he just pointed at basically some bushes and I didn't see a home or anything. Right. And this is yeah. where it kind of got weird. And I said, well, hey, you know, he said it was close the town. I said, can I buy you dinner or a beer or something like, thank you for helping, you know, if you want to come to town with me. And he said, no, 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 it's okay. I'll just go home. I'll go home. And then he kind of did the little, like, uh, tapped his chest with his fist type of thing, you know, like, like his heart and, uh, Uh and just smiled. And I said, well, thank you. And I tried to say in Spanish, if you hadn't come along, I'd still be stuck in that river. And he just said like, like, yeah, I can't remember exactly the words he used, but it was like, he tapped his heart again with his fist and like nodded. And then he just basically went off into the bushes and uh-huh. I found after he did that, I was like, you know, was that a real guy? <laughs> is yeah, that a real, yeah, huh? is he really going to a house or what? You know, yeah. I have no idea, but, um, you know, it's not a confirmed wow. ghost story or anything, but it, yeah, it yeah. was so convenient for me that the whole thing just got yeah. me thinking. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then he, the guy just disappears into some bushes, some bushes. which, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and then you had, was, and, and then you had no, um, you had no issue finding the town from there. Right. It was just like he said, I just went down the beach a little more over one hill and there's the town. And I got in there to my friend's hostel. You know, he told me where he was staying. I told him I'd probably be there around five o'clock and it's about nine 30, you know, and I pull in, I'm all muddy, just exhausted, wet. And he's like, man, I was worried about you. Where were you? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of the jungle. And then I got stuck in a river and, oh man, it was quite an experience. Well, that was certainly a synchronicity that, uh, in a way, like you said, sort of saved your life though, because it it did come along at just the right time for you. Yeah. And, you know, even if he wasn't 
an angel or a ghost or whatever, you know, my mind starts going to all those kind of things, even if he wasn't. Yeah, it's still super synchronous. Yeah, very synchronistical. He came he came along in the dark without any light at the perfect yeah. time and then was yeah. going right where you needed to go. And yep. uh, that's that's definitely definitely a cool, cool happening. Otherwise, there'd be uh, there could be to this day in that little creek a, a crocodile that's much healthier looking yeah. right with a motorcycle tire in his belly and me <laughs> yeah. exactly oh man well dan one thing that i was interested in asking you is um because um i myself have uh, sort of in in recent years gotten pretty pretty into uh, video games specifically uh pc games uh of the uh, multiplayer kind but um, I'm also, I suppose, old enough to appreciate uh, board games, for example, and, you know, some of these, like, more adult-oriented, you know, non-video game, of course, centric games. Um, I, w- I was wondering if you were interested in developing uh, any, any more games, really, or, or delving into, you know, anything, anything like this, really. Maybe. You know, I don't really have a specific idea right now. Um, the thing that comes to mind, though, is putting Better Me in some sort of, you know, whether an app or an online game or whatever, uh, that's something that I could see doing. I think right now I'm, you know, focusing on the board game. But yeah, I think an app would be killer. Uh, Even if it was just an iPad app or, you know, I think a tablet would be ideal that you set on a table with your friends in the same room. You know, they wouldn't have to be in the room, but I definitely think there's an advantage if they are. So uh, that's something I definitely considered. It's another one where I would have to find somebody who knew a lot more about that than I do to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, small steps, right? Yep. Seems yeah, like absolutely. an idea worth pursuing though. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, awesome. Okay. So I guess without further ado here, we will uh, proceed to play the game, uh, oh. the three of us, and we'll make sure it is, uh, you know, the game can get somewhat lengthy. You're saying, huh, Dan? It can get, uh, yeah. you know, the average game up to two hours long. So what we'll do is we'll we'll play it the full length and then we'll do an edit here uh, so on the podcast so that our listeners can follow along as easily as possible and get, you know, the the somewhat of the Cliff Notes version of our right. game. And it gives them an idea. What? And then, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it really depends on the people playing, but the reason the game can take a long time is because the topics you get on, you end up wanting to talk about it rather than moving on to the next turn. So, right. you know, you could probably play the game a lot quicker, but usually you end up talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and I think we've got uh, a group of talkers here anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that will probably be the case. So uh, thank goodness for uh, the ability to edit. I think that'll help. Uh, right. you know, a little bit and then, um, yeah. And, and of course, as far as the game itself, so you did just release the game, uh, and people as of now can play online for free, correct? Yeah. They, all they have to do is print out the player sheet and print out a game board and then the cards are all online and it's all free. And I just want to stress there is, this isn't like internet marketer free. This is actually free. I don't, <laughs> right, right, I right. don't require your email. You know, I'm not going to be bothering you with in any way. Um, we do have a mailing list if you want to get updated, but you can play the game for free for real. It's all of the cards. It's the same board. There's, you know, it's the full version. It's really free. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. and yeah, and I mean, we're 
essentially playing, as you said, it's probably ideally we would be in the same room, but not necessary. Uh, yeah. Seeing how we're about to play the game here, the three of us and me and Dalian are in California and you're in Thailand. Right. So. I actually um, want to do the same thing with my mom. We haven't gotten around to it yet, but she likes the game and we haven't played, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so how do we get started? I'll let you uh, lead the okay. way here. Great. And you guys have your player sheet in front of you, I'm assuming? And a yes, pen? we do. Okay. Yep. All right. So the first thing we do is we roll to see who goes first. So how about I'll roll for you first? And that's a three. And, oh, wait, you have a die over there, don't you? I forgot. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, we do. So we can roll for ourselves. Then I rolled a three. Okay. So, so I roll one dice? Yeah. Okay. I got a six. Ooh, all right. And unless Dalian matches that, then you'd have a roll off. I'm starting off good, right? I am getting ready to roll here in one second. All right. I rolled a two. Okay. Good. So Brandon will start us off, and um, you'll just roll again to start the game. Okay. I got a five. Cool. And you are the frog, so I will move you. And also, if people want to follow along and kind of see what we're doing, the game, everything is at bettermegame.com, and they can see the game board and um, understand what's going on here. One, two, Perfect. three, four, five. Okay, so you hit the fall forward space, which uh, we talked about that a little bit, but that will send you to the forge where you will miss your next turn. So that is your turn this time, and you'll miss your next turn. But when you get out of the forge, you will be supercharged. So you'll be able to move faster. And that symbolizes a hardship or a setback of some kind that you go through. You go to the forge, you get stronger, and you come out you know, wiser, tougher, faster, all of that. Cool. So, I mean, kind of cool. It's sort of like going to jail in Monopoly. Except for right. you come out uh, stronger and better for it. Is that right? <laughs> yep, exactly. And if you're going to ever hit the fall forward, the first turn is the best turn to do it because then you get that well, supercharge for the whole game. Well, yeah, I, I knew that. You know, I yeah. mean, I did that intentionally. Go. Nice job. <laughs> uh, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> Dalian, you want to roll? All right. Um, I am rolling a one. All right. So you're the elephant and you landed on heart. So you would draw a heart card. All right. Give me one second here. And it says and heart. Share a favorite memory involving money and receive one point. Oh, okay. So a favorite memory involving money would be, well, um, I suppose I can... Uh, quote a mo most recent memory involving money, which is um, the ability to pay uh, sort of an important debt that I was able to pay just sort of in the nick of time here. And uh, uh, I suppose I would say it's a favorite memory involving money because it's um, 
money that um, was just important for a personal reason, a debt that I just needed to pay. But um, the it was fact that time it was, sensitive and you got the money just in oh, the nick of time. Uh, absolutely. And it was thanks to you and your brother, of course, who are like dear friends of mine. So um, just very, uh, a very personally significant story. So great. Very cool. All righty. And so uh, you'll mark your point for the heart category at the top of the sheet there. <clears throat> cool. Okay. So. All right. And now it's my roll. So he and would just I'll, check the heart box. Is that correct? Like, yes, exactly. Check one box. Okay. Yeah. And in the full box version of the game, you get a little token, but in this one, you just write it down. <clears throat> yeah. So I just rolled a one also, so that means Dalian and I are on the same place, so we both get to participate in this card, even if it doesn't say that on the card. Okay. So let me get to the cards, which are online for people. Yeah, and the one thing I do want to make clear for listeners is that you do have the board, the actual physical version of the game. That what, What is that sell for online currently? Uh, if, if four, or $54.99 plus shipping. Okay. Okay. So you can so play it, for free online, but if you want the real deal, it's obviously you buy, buy the, the physical yeah, game. Yeah, which is good. I mean, people like having the game in their hand, and it's also if you're going to be playing anywhere without internet, uh, like you're going camping or something, it's, it's helpful for that. Uh, and, you know, just to be totally transparent, too, I, in my life, have gotten all kinds of value out of books and games and all kinds of things that either other people owned or I got it at the library or somebody, you know, gave me a thumb drive with something on it or whatever. And so I wanted just, you know, karma wise, I wanted to offer this totally free to people because I was in a position where, you know, I didn't have 65 bucks to, you know, with the shipping to buy a game like this, but I would play it and share it with people and get something out of it. So I just, I want it to be out there. No, that's very cool. Like the uh, card that I just drew, uh, hard card involving money, which I thought was uh, pretty cool and interesting. Um, definitely the whole significance of money related to a higher purpose is something that that's very cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. OK. Um, and you see what I mean about how we want to talk already? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> OK, so I drew a heart card and it says uh, exercise. The player drawing this card will read an incomplete sentence and every player will finish the sentence silently with the first thought that comes to mind. So you just do this in your head. Uh, does that make sense? I'm going to start a sentence and you finish it. Okay. And just, but we don't say it out loud. Right. Just think it. Okay. okay. So here I'll read it. Challenge is. Okay. Now the rest of the card says, what were your first, what was your first thoughts? How's that grammar? And there's a typo for me to fix. Uh, what was your first (laughs) thought? (laughs) Is this what you want to believe at a subconscious level? If not look into affirmations and how to create them and use them to reprogram your mind. A great resource on this topic is Jack Canfield's book, the success principles, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, I one point to the player who drew this card. So that's me in the heart category. Uh, one additional point to any player who commits to creating an affirmation and repeating it at least twice daily for 30 days with an accountability partner and a check-in date. So, oh, oh, very cool. do you guys want to share? You don't have to, but do you want to share what came to mind? Uh, I suppose I will. Um, I thought of a challenge being, um, going outside of my comfort zone. 
Um, right. I, I I believe that's sort of uh, the the essence of what challenge is for me. So I suppose I would view that as um as something that I did want to engage on a person or on a on a daily basis as a personal exercise to to try and go outside of my my uh, comfort zone in some way and challenge myself to grow in some way. Cool. And so does that? It seems to me like that's an empowering connection with challenge. Do you feel like that? Uh, yeah, I'd like to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So Good it deal. should be just so I'm fo- making sure I, I, I caught everything that you said. So it should be a challenge uh, and then an affirmation to help with that challenge. Is that correct? Yeah. The idea here is this is this exercise reveals what you think about challenge. So if if I say challenge is and you're thinking something like scary, intimidating, um, risky or whatever, if you don't like what came up, you know, if you don't like what's in your subconscious, then we're recommending that affirmations are a good way to fix that, um, to make it what you want it to be. So that's, you can earn a point if you commit to an affirmation, I see. you know, if you already like what came up, then it's probably not needed. Okay. Yeah. That's the idea there. Do you feel like sharing yours, Brandon? Yeah. Well, so for me, the challenge that I came up with is committing to as of, Maybe four months ago or so, I started doing yoga pretty regularly. So the challenge is for me, you know, doing, you know, basically going to yoga more frequently. So I instantly thought of, you know, skipping less as a challenge or, you know, as a commitment, I thought of committing to, you know, um, four days a week, you know, four or five days a week is what came to mind. Whereas now I'm probably realistically going maybe three days a week. Okay. Yeah. And I think I didn't explain the card quite perfect. That's all really valid stuff. But um, the idea of this card is to to have, it brings to the surface whatever you think about challenge, like the topic of okay. challenge itself. I, Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I thought I might be getting confused on that. Right. It's a pretty wordy card and I can't just show it to you because we're in different rooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. That's a lot of yoga too. That's a, that's a very worthy goal. That's something yeah, I would like to, to do as well. It, it's really been, uh, it's really been beneficial and I just want to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So let's see, it's back to you, right, Brandon? Yes. Okay, so. Oh, wait, sorry, but this is the turn that you miss while you're getting oh, sur- supercharged. Gotcha. In the forge. So it's back to Dalian. All right, I am rolling again then. Right. And I rolled a three. All right, so the elephant. Oh, and by the way, if people are at home going, wait, what's with the elephant and the dragon and the frog? These are just pieces that I got and added to the game. So it comes with your generic little bowling pin shaped fake person, but... I think it's cool right. to have other right. little pieces. So you yeah. landed on people. All right. So now I draw a people card. Right. And I get uh, the following. What is one nice thing you can do for yourself within the next 24 hours? Uh, one point to any player committing to doing something nice to doing something nice for themselves within the next 24 hours. It could be as simple as a hot bath, a favorite meal, taking some time to read or watch your favorite sports team. Enjoy. All right. So one nice thing I can do for myself within the next 24 hours. Um, 
I suppose it's uh, actually maybe uh, to spend some quality time uh, in nature or outside. Maybe just go for a, an actual nice walk as opposed to like the just quick kind of walk to the store that I took right before we started tonight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Cool. So if you want to commit to that, you can get a point. I think that's how the card read, wasn't it? Or did it? Did you get yes. a point just for drawing the card? Uh, no, it's a it's a one player one point to a player committing to to an action. Okay, cool. And I'm sorry, I should have been listening more closely. Did it say any player? Uh, yes, it did. Okay, say. cool. Nice. I'm trying to think if I oh. if there's anything I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's any player, I would like to get a point for committing to something. Cool. Um, the other thing that I've been trying to do uh, more of is meditation. So uh, I've meditated off and on for for years, but really trying to stick to it in a very committed, you know, committed fashion, uh, beginning my day or at least at some point in the morning um, doing that. So I would like to commit to doing uh, meditation, uh, for at least, you know, 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes, uh, in the next 24 hours. Cool. And so that you would put on the top half of your player sheet there under my commitment. Okay. And uh, you would get somebody as an accountability partner for you. Okay. Perfect. Well, and it's somebody in the game to hold you accountable. I mean, Dalian can be my, my perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, and you so earned a point for that. Dalian, you'll write that on the lower half of the sheet where it says my partner's commitment. Gotcha. All right. Very good. We um, are ready to proceed here with uh, your turn, I suppose, now, huh? Okay. I rolled a three. Wow, we're really in sync here. One, two, three. So we're on the same spot again, Dalian. And uh-huh. I'm pulling another people card. All right. Okay, how can you add values to a value to others' lives? How do you already add value to others' lives? After you've shared, other players are welcome to share how they think you add value to others. Receive one point for drawing this card and sharing. Well, first thing that comes to mind because we're playing this game is I made this game. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty easy card for me. That is a most direct answer, but uh, uh, of course, a very valuable uh, answer in, in game overall. So yeah, g- good one. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Perfect. And uh, since we're both on the space, Dalian, if you want to share something, you can also get a point in people. Huh, let's see. I suppose that um, my value here is uh, contributing my wonderful insights here on the side as the uh, sidekick of the Positive Head uh, podcast. <laughs> I'll go ahead Did and... Did you say psychic or sidekick? Uh, well, <laughs> de- depends on how you heard that, right? Yeah. If you heard that, that could with be a your pineal thing. You could get eye. a psychic in there and have a psychic sidekick. Exactly. I, I like that. I like that. And you got you to gotta step up your intuitive abilities, buddy. That's my value is I implanted that idea into your brain and you picked it up psychically. <laughs> I'm sure some local psychic would love to be on your show, you know, for a, a segment or something. Um, yeah. And it says I can share about how I think you add value to others, too. So uh, I think having a second person on a podcast is is a really cool dynamic. I think it adds a lot. Actually, my favorite um, podcast overall probably is the Joe Rogan's podcast. And oh, yeah. he usually has somebody else in there with him. Uh, yeah. and 
you know, he has a lot of comedian buddies and, and, you know, interesting people that he hangs out with. So, you know, whether they're doing like the color commentary or sometimes they're looking up interesting stuff as they're talking about it, you know, giving them the little factoids and stuff. It's, I think it makes the podcast a lot better. Yeah. I, I definitely, (laughs) something that I strongly considered, uh, you know, when launching the podcast and, um, Dalian was uh, more than willing and I figured he was a good way to balance, uh, balance me out. I can be a little, uh, spazzy and very verbose and, he's usually like the voice of reason and calm, cool and collective. So I felt like right. it was a, it was a good match. That's actually a perfect example. Cause then I'd go, Hey, Dalian, can you look up verbose? Does that mean talks a lot? Yes. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. Okay. okay. Good guess. Yep. Yeah. And I sort of naturally fall into that role of the, uh, sort of the, uh, sound effects guy to, to Brandon here where I can, I can cue in some appropriate, like sort of, uh, noise or whatever for him. (laughs) Well, if you guys made music together, you should already be on that, right? You've got that. Yeah, there's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Um, exactly. So it's Brandon, right? Now you're out of the forge. Ah, yes. Release from the forge stronger for it. Yep. Okay. You can add one to any roll for the rest of the game now. Okay. So I rolled a two. All right. That puts you on mind. Mind, or I could go to body if I chose to. Oh, right. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do mind. Okay. So uh, let me look up. The mind card. Oh, hey, just something I forgot to mention. I want to tell you before you make that choice, every time you cross the forge, you get a wild card, like an additional card. And if you land okay. on the forge, you get uh, double points. So there is some advantage to moving faster, just so okay. that you know that when you're choosing if you want to add the extra one or not. I see. I see. Okay. That's good to know. And also, I would mark here on, um, on my player sh- uh, sheet, completed trip to the forge, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then also every time you get a point like with my commitment to meditate, what what did that fall under, Alien? Uh was that um I think that was it's people. That was uh, the do something yes, nice for yourself. So. I think that was the people card. Okay, so I would mark because I made that commitment, I would mark one of the people boxes, correct? Right. Yep. Yes, that is true. Okay, just making sure I've got this. Um Right. Okay. So now I am on mind. Let's see. What is something in your life that you could eliminate to make space for something more fulfilling? How could you do this? Receive one point for drawing this card and sharing. Any player may receive one additional point for committing to eliminating something from their life. What's something I could eliminate to make space for something more fulfilling? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, and how could I do it? Well, um, one thing that I could eliminate to, to make space for something more fulfilling, uh, once again, I've touched on a few things that I'm really trying to do, you know, body wise and, uh, is, you know, yoga, I mentioned meditation. I, I mentioned another thing is I am a pescatarian at this point. Um, I stopped eating meat uh, about a year ago and I'm trying to actually go full, you know, uh, vegan ultimately is my goal. And I, you know, I, obviously it's debatable among some people, health, health reasons and things like that. Um, 
But for me, it's both a combination of, of the health reasons and, you know, spiritual reasons. So I, I believe you're taking on the vibration of the animal and so forth, you know, and if it's lived in a tough situation or fearful or, you know, it's you're, you're t- absorbing that. Um, so not to judge anyone that does eat meat, but that's something that, you know, I, I could eliminate to make space for something more fulfilling in my own life uh, based on my own perspective. How could I do this? Cutting out seafood and, you know, taking that next step uh, after a year of, of kind of this pescatarian, um, you know, approach. Um, now, I haven't, I mean, I haven't done it yet. So it says receive one point for drawing this card and sharing. Um, just, for, yep. uh, just for sharing that idea, I get a point. Yep. And if we wanted to get a point, we would actually have to commit to something, but you, you can see. get it just okay. for sharing. Good. Uh-huh. Good. Now, did you want to go ahead and try and commit to something, Dan? Because I think I might. Uh, yeah. I think I might as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to. So, what I've been doing, one of the things I've been doing lately is uh, designing and selling shirts. Um, okay. And I think I need, I wanted to learn the basics of design. I didn't know anything about Photoshop or Adobe Illustrator. And so, I've been messing around and learning that but i think i've learned enough now that it might be time to turn the designing back over to the designer that i used in the beginning because i it just hit me like when this card came up i've been spending probably way too much time on that just because i'm not fast and not that good at it so i think let's see within the next week i'll have that turned over to someone else and i think i know who i'm gonna turn that over to so would one of you like to be my partner on that one sure i'd love to be okay i'll write your name down then and if you can just scribble down on the lower half of the sheet there um dan not doing t-shirt designs or offloading that task um and i figure we're connected on facebook so that makes sense as far as contact All right. Within a week, you said? Yeah, I just wrote seven days. So whatever day that would be next next Friday here, next Thursday where you are. Okay. So I will put here um, target date would be, what, does that put us at the 16th? Um, so here? Or, yeah. yeah, Thursday, whatever. I think. Yeah. It, it's the 16th here. Actually, 15th, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Got it. Yeah, and all... I guess so basically I'll probably contact you and let you know I've done it. But if you don't hear from me and it's okay. getting close to seven days, you might shoot me a little reminder, you know, Hey, how's that going? We'll do. Yeah. So you get your point now, but if you fall through, how, how does that work? I don't know. I guess then I would just be, there's no actual recourse for it, but uh, right. because I've committed to it and we both wrote it down, I tell people it's like the difference between, you know, say I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow versus hey brandon see you at the gym tomorrow at five o'clock because then you know i've got a partner i need to be there i've made that commitment to someone else it's much more likely to happen makes total sense yeah okay um and that was brandon's turn so we're we're back to dalian right uh yes now now do you want to take a quick moment and explain how and when the game ends or someone wins 
Sure. Now, the way that works, there are five categories. It's heart, body, mind, people, intangibles. So there are two ways the game can end. One is that someone has fulfilled three points in each of the five categories, and that would mean they're fulfilled. That's the term for it. Um, so if or you've got a time limit, say you don't have to have a time limit, but often we set it at an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever. At the end of time, whoever has the most total points would be the winner. And what that means um, in the game, there's a gift exchange. So everybody brings a gift and whoever wins gets first pick of the gifts. And then whoever is the second place player gets the second pick. Um, so everybody gets something, but you get, you know, there is some incentive to. That's an awesome. I love that. Yes. I actually, within sight of where I'm sitting now, I've got an orchid that I won in a game. That was cool. I, I was the winning player and everybody was eyeballing this orchid that somebody brought. And I was like, cool, I get the orchid. <laughs> so uh, when do we cool. disclose our gifts? Um, in the beginning, everybody just puts it in a little pile, you know, on the table or in the corner or something. So should we just do that for the audience's benefit sure. now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can start. I was going to offer either one of you, you know, whoever gets the gift, um, a post on the Positive Thinking Facebook page, which we talked about. So you could use that oh, awesome. to promote, you know, a- anything Reach. you want or to say happy birthday to somebody or whatever, you know. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I can offer my uh, services as a uh, as a graphic designer, actually. So, um, yeah, that's something that I can uh, sort of... Uh, lay there uh, as, a, as a general offer, but more specifically to you, though, um, there, Dan. Um, so I'm going to take those services no matter what. He knows. Uh, yes, yeah, those <laughs> services are, are already cool. sort of being... But yeah, that's something that can also be set up uh, through through our connection here. But uh, Great, yes. that's excellent. Very good. And on my end, I believe I will gift a positive head bracelet. So um, the positive head bracelet, for those of you out there listening who haven't seen a, you know, or read about it, uh, on the positive head website, it's essentially, uh, they've done cognitive conditioning studies where people use a rubber band to snap themselves whenever they're having a negative thought or emotion. And the positive head bracelet is, uh, just that I turned it into a, a real item with, uh, the positive head logo. It's made out of recycled materials, recycled tires and metal. And, uh, that will be my gift offering uh, for the purpose of the game. Cool. That's a good one. I've heard about that study. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, very good. And I'll, if I win that, I'll let you off the hook and you can uh, send it to my mom who's in the States. I, it probably costs like $40 to mail it to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh? Right yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> cool. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Who was, whose turn was it? Uh, it was my turn. Yes. Okay. So... I am rolling now, and I get a two. Okay, so you went right over the fall forward and landed on tangibles. All right, I am rolling a tangibles card. I got, do you ask for what you really want? Do you let the waiter seat you at a table you don't like, or do you speak up? Do you tell your friend which movie you'd like to watch, or just let them pick? Asking for what you want can be done in a friendly way. Uh, fashion, I suppose, manner. Um, so I suppose this is just like more of a, an exercise, uh, sort of um, something for me to ponder in this in this case. 
Yeah, uh, it looks he, like his card might be cut off here for some reason. Uh, yeah, actually, we, we might sounds, be missing something Yeah, that here. sounds like a typo. So I um, maybe we ran out of room for some reason. I'll have to fix that. Um, and so I guess that's what you get with the free online version. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I think how that one ends is um, kind of share and reflect on that for a point. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, well, um, as far as... Um, that um what the card brought up i have been guilty of it in the past but these days i just try and basically gauge whether something is either truly important for me for whatever reason or if it's something that i can totally just let go of in that moment so i try to make that sort of a conscious exercise and evaluating how i feel about different things in my life if it's something that is somehow a big deal for me i will try and you know address it in a mature way if it's something that really is something that I could get over uh, because it's really not that important, then, you know, I will, I will try and, and do so as well. Yeah. It makes me think of, uh, I actually had a friend over earlier and they had the book, the four agreements with them. I don't know if you're familiar with that book or not. Absolutely. Um, But one, and I was just looking at it, you know, I hadn't seen the book in years, but uh, you know, great, great little book, by the way, I would recommend to anyone out there. Uh, I think the guy's name is Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, if I'm remembering off the top of my head correctly. And yeah, it's R-U-I-Z if people are listening. Yes, right. Check it great, out. Great, great book. Um, and one of the four agreements that it talks about is don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. You know, c- communicating with others, you know, clearly uh, so you can avoid mi- misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. So that's just reading. I just pulled it up here online. So cool. uh, that makes me think of that. And I just, you know, had that in my hands earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, Very that cool. reminds me of something that I dealt with when I was a kid. For whatever reason, I my dad would always ask me, hey, you want to go fishing? You want to go hiking? You want to do this? You want to do that? And a lot of times I did, but sometimes I didn't for whatever reason, right? Like, and I think... Either I just, I wanted to not, I wanted to make my dad happy because I could tell he wanted to go hiking or, you know, something along those lines. Or maybe, maybe I was a little bit intimidated for some reason. I just didn't really say no to my dad. Yeah. And it wasn't like a big confrontation. It was just like, so Dan, you want to go up to the lake and go fishing this weekend? And I just go, sure. Even if I really Mm -hmm. wanted to go to my friend's birthday party or whatever. Right, right. And, and I was somehow that came up with my mom, uh, they were split up. So when I was at my mom's house, it came up somehow and she goes, why don't you just tell them that you don't want to go? I think we were talking about a particular, you know, choice I had. And it was so weird because when she said that it was like, it had had never occurred to me or something. Wait, could I just say no thanks, you know, and do it in a nice way. And my dad won't be like destroyed that I don't want to go fishing with him. And so uh, I did, you know, and he was fine. You know, I just said something like, oh, that sounds good, but uh, I'd rather go over and hang out with Joey this weekend, if you don't mind, or, you know, and he's like, sure. And I was pretty young. Um, I don't remember, probably, you know, elementary school age. And he was fine with it. It was no big deal. And it was like, wow, I could have been saying that, that was all. easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could avoid yeah. a lot of uh, fishing trips without any uh, catch. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was that's when I learned this, this card or when I started to learn it. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. So is it my turn? I don't have any idea. Uh, was that 
Dalian, the last one? Yeah, that was, uh, I, I just drew the oh, last card. Who rolled card. the six? Because that person went first. I, I rolled the six at the very top of the game. So it was. Yes, and then went to the forge. And yeah, then I think right. Dalian went after you, right? Yes. Yeah. In the, so then it's me, right? So it's your turn. I think. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, I rolled a four. One, two, three, four. I landed on mind. Drawing a mind card. Okay, if you are worrying about a situation, it can be very helpful to consider the worst case scenario. It could be losing your job, your business, your relationship. Often when we really stop to think about the worst that can happen, we realize that we could persevere through it if necessary. Worry will not solve your problem. Only productive thoughts and actions will. Once we understand and acknowledge the worst case, we're often uh, calm and collected to think and take action to improve the situation. One point for drawing this card. All players are welcome to share their thoughts. Ah, I'd like to share my thoughts on this one. Sure. I, I absolutely see the logic uh, of what the card is saying. Um, the only kind of issue that I may have with it is, you know, where attention goes, energy flows. So yeah. um, I would recommend if you're going to consider the worst case scenario, you do so without putting uh, a lot of time and energy investment into it is simply because, you know, for the, that very reason, if I'm sitting here and I'm dwelling on, I'm going to get fired from my job, I'm going to get fired from my job, you know, over and over and over. And here's what it would be like. And I'm drumming up the feeling of what that would experience would be like. I'm literally, you know, co-creating that experience because I'm a vibrational alignment to it when I'm thinking and, and feeling, you know, feelings that relate to it. Right. Um, I think that's really valid. And I think when this makes sense, uh, you know, in the, in the beginning there, it says, if you are worrying about a situation, so it's mm -hmm. a case where you're already thinking about it. Okay. And I know for myself anyway, and I think a lot of other people it's, it can be worse and more persistent and longer lasting when it's sort of this fear of this unquantified unknown, right? You're just like, Oh if this, then something bad. Right. And you just kind of, yeah. it's like, it's like a pointless loop in your head and you, right. you know, say it, you know, you did bad on a test and it, you might fail a class and that's a reality. It's a fact already maybe. And you're worried about it. Well, maybe you can shift it to, okay. So if, if I was to fail this class, it's available next quarter and I would just have mm -hmm. two hours a week more classes. It's not that big a deal. I could just watch a one less TV show a week. You know what I mean? Right. So, You're talking about freeing up the, the, you know, the negative feeling as opposed to continuing to dwell on it. Yeah. 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 So it, it helps yeah, you kind of let it go and go, you know what, if, you know, if it's a relationship, if it ended, you know, it wouldn't be great, but I've been through something like that before. It wouldn't be the end of the world, you know? Yeah. That yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And you know, my recommendation would be, and then after that point, give it no more thoughts whatsoever and, and drum up the feeling of what it would be like to get the outcome that you really want to see, uh, in your life. Right. <laughs> right. And I agree hundred percent. And then once you're thinking about that, then you might see opportunities and action that you can take to make it go that direction too, you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a okay, good one. Cool. That, that leads to good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, the point of this game. Totally. And, you know, I found, like, I didn't know either one of you guys before. Uh, and I, even when you play with people you know fairly well, things come up that 
you have never talked about with these people. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Okay, so it's Dalian, I think, right? Uh, I believe it's me. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So let me roll a dice here. Okay, I got a four. Okay, four, three, four. So you're on tangibles with Dalian, so you can both participate in this one. Oh, and if okay. I forgot, if you want, you can move forward one to heart. Oh, uh, I think I will take you up on the heart. Okay. The competitive side of me doesn't want to give Dalian any uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, extra opportunities either. Right. Maybe that's why I need the heart card. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Hart, share a favorite memory of success or recognition and receive one point. Ah, one memory of success or recognition that I can think of, uh, actually, that I referenced in my initial podcast, the kind of about me podcast. Um, And as you, uh, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you've listened to the initial podcast, you do. Uh, Dalian and I were in a band called Kundalini for many years. Um, and you know, we, we were kind of right there. We played with some pretty big, big bands and, you know, got a sort of development deal with a major label for, for a minute there at one point and, um, you know, had a decent following and things like that. And one of my favorite memories of success, our bass player, his brother, um, was, uh, the drummer in no, uh, the band, no doubt. Adrian Young is his name. Um, and so I remember at a show, we played a show, I want to say like the Roxy in Hollywood or something. And we had done a bus uh, from Orange County where we were living, uh, you know, a bus or we do two buses sometimes of, you know, us and fans going up to Hollywood to play uh, shows. And I remember, you know, Adrian coming up to me after the show and saying, wow, you guys absolutely you know your performance blew me away in particular you know you blew me away um so that was a really cool moment for me to get that kind of recognition from someone who's in a you know world famous band who you know at one point i they had the there's a year uh right around 2000 or so where they had the most played song on the fm dial worldwide so that was really cool to get that kind of reg you know still in a band that was a struggling band to to make it and here's someone who's really big time, um, you know, giving you those kind of props. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, That's really cool. So so that was cool. That's one that sticks out. Very cool. And especially uh, coming from him because, uh, you know, knowing the guy and uh, his brother a little bit, um, they are definitely very um, cool down-to-earth people, good-hearted people. So uh, it's sort of a doubly uh, gratifying compliment. Now, the fact that he had had, you know – uh, a baker's dozen of, uh, you know, kamikaze <laughs> shots, you know, we, we won't, we won't <laughs> right, talk about yeah. that. And <laughs> yeah. But everyone no, else we at the getting. show probably did too. Right. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I, nice. no, he wasn't, he was pretty, he was pretty stable on his feet. You know, he's, he's a rock star. So he, he knows how to handle, handle right. whatever he does, I think. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's what comes that's, to mind for me. That's a cool story. Very nice. All right. So, right, so I get a point for that, right? Yes. Yeah. So All back right. to Dalian. Okay. Now I am rolling again. And this time I got a five. Okay. 
Now you're back in the lead. One, two, three, four, five. So you passed the forge and landed on people. And so for those of you listening uh, to the show, this board is an infinity loop. So there's an intersection and the forge is in the middle. So Dalian just passed the forge. And that's sort of similar to passing go in Monopoly. What you get from that is you'll draw a people card because that's what you landed on. And you also get to pick a card from any category you want. Uh, so you have the chance to earn more than one point, probably. Oh, okay. I see. Okay, cool. So now I get to draw a people card. Yep. And I get uh, the following. What is one important thing you learned from each of your parents? If you were not close with your parents, what is one thing you learned from another role model, teacher, coach, etc.? Receive one point for drawing this card and sharing. Okay, well, uh, one important thing I learned from my father i suppose that i can share now is um that i remember when i was very young i uh would um like to draw and doodle a lot uh i suppose like any kid but um uh i would um start making comic books or just sort of start um projects i suppose start like uh elaborate things that i wouldn't finish and um I would just sort of start a number of things and not really follow through with them. And um, once he noticed that, he, he immediately just sort of started to tr- you know tell me that uh, I needed to, to finish things. So that got in my head really big. And um, I can't say that I've... Uh, um, totally stuck to this in my life but for you know certainly it's it's one thing that i've tried to be faithful to is is, um you know having the uh sort of uh, dedication to see things through you know if if i'm committed to something um you know being being willing to put you know sort of like we uh, like i mentioned earlier during the podcast willing to put actually years worth of effort into something worthwhile so that would be my yeah that would be the one thing that i can share for sure off the top of my head. Yeah, that's really valuable. That's Absolutely. Cool. I think that's a big one that a lot of us have to struggle with, you know, and starting things and seeing them through because otherwise you have half a dozen half-baked ideas or projects and nothing, you know, tangible yep. to for your effort. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Okay, good. Uh, on to me. Unless, did you want to share anything on that one, Brandon? Or No, no, I'm good. Okay. I rolled a three. So, oh, hey, you know what? I almost forgot, Dalian. You also get a wild card. Oh, okay, that's right. So I can go ahead and draw any card that I want. <laughs> right. right. Uh, let's see. Um, and fall forward isn't one of the proper categories. So from the other categories, you can choose. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, well, I... Probably should pick one that I haven't picked yet myself. So I think body is one that I haven't picked one from. Clicking that. What type of physical activity is fun for you? Find healthy activities that you enjoy. Finding healthy activities that you enjoy is a great way to stay consistently active. Basketball, dancing, gardening, walking the dog, and swimming are all perfect examples. One point for drawing this card and one additional point to any player who commits to doing a fun and healthy activity in the next seven days. Well, um, that's been a theme so far a little bit with Brandon. Uh, One thing that I could commit to that I already sort of brought up, but um, one thing that I I could realistically do here and, you know, commit to right away would be going for a walk every day. Um, 
and uh, trying to make it um, more of a you know dedicated sort of can, daily routine. Can we make suggestions? Oh yeah. Okay. So here's something that I've talked to you know uh, as I mentioned earlier uh, I've been practicing yoga uh, for you know a little while now and uh, wanting to even increase you know how frequently. I do yoga and it's something that I've actually talked to Dalene about coming, you know, Hey, you should really come and, uh, you know, see what it's like. So it's something that he's given me the nod and the, Oh yeah, that, I'll, I'll do that. And show, you know, he's shown some genuine interest, but it's pretty much stopped at that. So, uh, something that I could then hold him accountable for as opposed to doing a walk, which he does, you know, he, that that's, he's a little more prone to do is uh, pushing him a little bit to actually come and, uh, you know, do his first uh, yoga session. Ah, cool. Well, Putting him uh, on the spot. Yeah, you did <laughs> kind of put me on the spot. I'll counter with the following, that I think that over the next week I can certainly commit to the thing that I came up with, oh. and I will keep your yoga thing as something that I will go ahead and commit to for sure, though, but here in the near future because I have to actually wait until next week before I can realistically commit to that. Oh, so. okay. So you, what you're saying is you couldn't commit within seven days. Right, right, exactly. Yes. You couldn't commit one hour within seven days. No, I couldn't commit to <laughs> going with you to yoga. Okay, fair yet. enough. It's your card. It's your card. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, this actually, I want to just mention something about the game itself. And I know you guys are buddies and everything, so I'm not saying you, yeah, you exactly. broke this rule at all. <laughs> but um, the first rule, actually, and it's... It's an important one. Um, again, I don't think you guys specifically need it, but it just reminded me of it. It says, no pressure, advice, or criticism is given oh, unless, asked, unless asked for. Any player I'm may choose to points. pass. Yeah, and any player may choose to pass or uh, delay any card. So it's important, I think, when you get into stuff like this. Some people are like, oh, they're, it's a little bit outside their comfort zone to play a game like this. So sure. that you don't want to make there. it uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. So if somebody just says, you know, I don't want to talk about that. It's a little personal or whatever. That's totally fine. And nobody's supposed to say like, oh, come on, just tell us, do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes total sense. I just, like you said, we've been friends for a long, long, long time. So I just like to push his buttons if I can. And no, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you put that in there, but since this was my wild card anyway that I drew yeah. willingly, then, you know. All rules out the I door. I wasn't having any card. of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Um, okay. Go. You know, I'm going to commit to one too. And. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was people. Or what, what category was that one? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That last one was body. Body. The, the okay. one that I drew. So I'm going to commit to. See what's today? It's Friday here. I'm gonna go. My girlfriend is in town right now, but she's leaving town on Sunday. So I'm gonna commit to taking a bike ride with her before then, and before she takes off. Because uh, for Christmas, I got a pair of bikes so that we could go ride around the area here. And I want. You haven't done it yet. Well, we've done it, but I just want to make. She's gonna be gone for a few weeks, so I want to do that again before she leaves. Gotcha. So I'll do that by Sunday bike ride okay and then you get a point for that yeah and okay um i figure brandon since you're my partner on the t-shirt commitment would you mind doing this one too yep so we've got by let me put the date down here we've got a week 
Uh, it's actually then... the Sunday that's two days from now. So. Oh, okay. So this one is, we're you just said it. You you had a week, but you're setting it by Sunday for yourself. Is that? Yeah. Mind? Because okay. she's leaving. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So hold on one second. Let me make note. We did a visa run. The backstory on it is. I had to go to Laos. People in the U.S. call it Laos. Um, I had to go to the Thai consulate in Laos to get my visa. And we went there together and rented bicycles because I don't remember why. We didn't rent motorbikes. It was a cool town with a river, like a park along the river. And it was a small small town. So we rented bicycles and had a really good time. So I decided we should get some bikes here. And it's been good. Nice. We take the dog too. He's, He's... kind of a little bit spastic but he can run alongside the bicycle so far he hasn't had me had me in any crashes <laughs> we've come close a couple times <laughs> well i would like to uh not uh not miss out on a point uh um, okay and also uh better myself so i will commit to doing a two mile run within the next week i used to run um oftentimes in the morning and i have slacked off on that in the last few months so um that's gonna be my commitment all right you overachiever you go ahead and commit to another bit of uh physical activity there since you're on a roll clearly yeah exactly (laughs) yeah that's cool that's what the morning yoga and the run yeah totally yoga i normally do in the afternoon but uh yeah so hey now i I forgot uh, where in california are you guys Costa Mesa area, which is uh, Orange County, about 45 minutes outside of uh, Los Angeles. Okay. So I'm right near um, Costa Mesa, Newport Beach. So literally, I'm about five minute walk to the ocean, to, to the ocean front. Cool. Great. And not that I think everybody in California knows each other, but do you, are you familiar by chance with a radio show by a guy named Greg Friedman? I, I can't remember the ah, name of the you show. You know, um, Actually, hold on. Let me see if this is the same person. Yes, um, a woman that you guys are into similar mine. stuff. I thought. Y- yeah, yeah. Um, and he's in Laguna, I believe. And let me see if it's him. Hold on, real quick, because um, a woman that I uh, did an interview with, Sue Krebs, uh, Kashuk Records reader. She was in town, and we actually did our interview in person because she was doing a. Um, an interview with Greg Friedman. Yeah. Inner, on inner journey. Inner journey. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I just actually, uh, just did the, uh, recording with her and, uh, the next day she did her interview with Greg Friedman, which is, was just posted on her page. Soul speaking, um, yesterday. So cool. There's a couple good plugs then. <laughs> I yeah, was on exactly. She's with Greg awesome about a week too. or two ago. And and what was oh. her name? Sue Krebs? Is that what you said? Sue Krebs, yep. K-R-E-B-S. Um, you can look, see her pages, uh, Soul Speaking. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, his... Oh, Very you know what? Cool I'm on the show for... Or the page for Greg's show, and I see it. It was the most recent episode, it looks like. Three yeah, days yeah, ago. it just happened. Yeah. yeah. Small cool. world. I'll, I might have some to listen to that because you said Akashic Records, and I don't know what mm-hmm. that is. Ah, Akashic Ak- Records. Well, you'll have to listen to the podcast with uh, that I did with Sue, and it has uh, you know she goes into great detail. But um, essentially, it's the 
uh, imagine Google for uh, the universe or, you know, it's all. So you would have a record uh, file of everything that you've ever done, will do past lives, future lives. It's all in the Akashic records. And so um, Sue uh, accesses those records and can pull information. It's pretty. That reminds me of the whole uh, uh, St. Peter at the gates to heaven looking through your file, you know? Right. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Same concept for sure. Yes, exactly. Cool. All right. Okay. Who's, whose go is it here? Good question. This is one of the funny problems with the game is you end up on these tangents. Yeah. To answer your uh, question, I I do not know Greg, but uh, I definitely think I need to meet him. He's come up twice in the last few days and he's uh, my neighbor. So. Yeah, and it, you have so much crossover, I think, with what your shows are about. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. We, I was just on that, his show, a week or two ago. I'm not sure if he's posted it yet, but uh, yeah, it was fun. Good good stuff. Um, yeah, awesome. so I, I forgot again, whose turn? That was Dalian? Yeah. Um, I think that may be possibly your turn, actually. Yeah, so I rolled a three because I jumped the gun. So now I think it's yes. actually my turn. So one, two, three. And again, Dalian and I are on the same space, the people space. And I passed the forge, so I'll get two cards. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'll draw the people first. Who was a hero of yours growing up? It could be a real person or a fictional character. Why did you admire this person? Who's a hero of yours now and why? One card for drawing this point and sharing. All players are welcome to share. Um, I usually go with just what comes up first in my mind. And two of my heroes were Wyatt Earp and um, William Wallace. And it was both of those people. It was because of movies about them, which were, you know, partly fictional. So it's kind of a hybrid of a real, real hero and a movie hero. Um, of course, William Wallace, you know, Mel Gibson played William Wallace in Braveheart and then, Mm -hmm. um, Wyatt Earp. I think what first got me into Wyatt Earp was the movie Tombstone and, uh, uh, Kurt Russell was Wyatt Earp in that movie and Kevin Costner played him in another movie. And then I read some books about him. And, um, so what I liked that they're pretty similar guys just from different places and times. And they were both about, uh, justice courage, you know, doing what was right, even if it was hard and, Mm -hmm. and they risked a lot to try to do what was right. And, um, you know, once in a while, you know, they obviously were both warrior types as well. So, um, when you're a kid, of course, that's, that's fun, right? You know, a shootout in the old West or a big sword fight somewhere in Scotland gets you all excited as a kid. But I think they both had, um, that integrity and courage that I wanted to have. So I still think those were both, uh, awesome people, but I also realized that the movies were, you know, a Hollywood version of their life. Right. Uh, and so who's a current hero of mine? Uh, the first person that popped into my head is Richard Branson and mm-hmm. he, you know, for, people that aren't familiar with him, he owns Virgin everything. You know, he started with music. Um, he actually started before that with a magazine. I think it was called student. And then he got into music and then airlines and he's, I think it's hundreds of companies now service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, trains in England, you know, he's got so much going on. Virgin Galactic, right? 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing I really like about him, um, you know, he also made a lot of headlines for his crazy uh, balloon flights. You know, he almost died. Oh, in one yeah. Of those. Oh, yeah. I saw that story. Yeah. Um, his biography or one of them, I think the one I read or actually listened to the audiobook was, uh, what was it? The most recent one is Screw It, Let's Do It. And I haven't read that, but it was, <laughs> what was it? It was some play on the word virgin, of course. Um, whatever I read a, you know, he almost died in the balloon flight, but he, he's all also, I think he's either dyslexic or he's got some kind of a, like a, he, it's tough for him with figures and, you know, percentages and spreadsheets and things and are tough for him, but he surrounds himself wow. with great people and he's so strong in other areas that he's, he, his weaknesses haven't held him back. Um, yeah, I actually, so Going back to what I said about biographies earlier, I think it's really, for me, super inspiring to look at people who have accomplished amazing things and find out that they weren't, you know, just naturally talented. They didn't just coast to success, you know, that they they overcame things. And what that tells me is that, well, hey, you know, that guy's not perfect. You know, it's it's something I can do great things as well. You know, I just need to take Absolutely. action. Absolutely. So uh, I remember he Richard was fearless. Branson. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. That's, he got outside his comfort zone like Dalian was talking about. Um, absolutely. But he, he did an interview. I saw it on YouTube, I think. And he was laughing about how he wasn't real good with, you know, the accounting side of things. And he said, yeah, it's funny. I joke around with my accountants um, and they make fun of me because I just now understand the difference between gross profit and net profit. And then he started to explain <laughs> it and he goes, here, let me tell you about it. And then he got like two sentences into it and then he kind of paused and goes wait no that's not right wait maybe i still that's, don't understand it <laughs> you know that's so great so wow. if you have I wanna, any i want to look that up belief, now because that's that's yeah. uh that's really really cool really inspiring yeah so i think there are people out there who are letting some belief limit them and it might just be that they need to understand that people that accomplish big things often there's something they're not good at you know they're not perfect so yeah yeah yeah. Um, well, I would like to add one as well. Sure. As far as uh, someone from the past, anyway. I, now, do, did the card require that you do one someone past and current, or uh, or you're welcome to share anything you want? But it, it okay. Said, I'm uh, gonna just share one one quick quick one. Yeah. Um, from the past, and that's uh, Walt Disney. Uh, oh, yeah. For those of you who know his story, I mean, he, he you know here's a guy who I can I can just relate to because he was such a such a dreamer and such a you know eternal child and uh you know i think he went bankrupt nine times before he was successful yeah imagine that so on the ninth time this guy files bankruptcy do you think there was a soul in the world that thought he would go on to be disney you know the disney we all know and, and love now you know to create you know, all the magic that's come from, from him, you know, imagine if he didn't have that spirit of, I, I, you know, you only lose when you quit and I'm never going to stop believing in my dreams and believing in myself. Cause certainly by the ninth, the ninth, uh, bankruptcy, there were probably not many people, uh, believing, you know, betting on that, that guy. So, um, I find him, you know, you know, all those things taken into consideration, super inspiring, And, uh, so that's one that I just wanted to share. When you mentioned Disney, it reminds me, I don't know if you've seen this video that's been floating around for years, but it's called famous failures. 
And mm-hmm. he, he was one of the examples. It just, it talks about all these, you know, people that everybody knows that have achieved all these different things. And, and it mentions some criticism that somebody had to say, a lot of them were teachers and things like that, professors. And I think the criticism that somebody had of Walt Disney was he had no imagination, you know? I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. I, I, I love that topic of, of people that got knocked down and kept going. It's, I can definitely relate to it. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's, we can all relate to it on some level, you know? Yeah. And you just, you know, keep pushing forward and keep believing in yourself. And I'm looking, you know, in the studio here, I have a, a big sign that says, I believe in you, you know, that I'm staring at right now. Right. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's really important for, for me to, you know, see it, even though I created it. And for anyone that's in my space here, you know, in the studio to see it. Yeah. Cool. Um, I also have a wild card unless Dalian, did you want to share on that or? Uh, no, I, I don't really have anything in particular for this one. So go right ahead. Okay. So I think I'll draw mm, tangibles cause I haven't had one of those yet. <clears throat> What's one of the most wonderful things you've ever smelled? One point for drawing this card and sharing. Uh, boy, mm, that's a couple a good things. Yeah. I like, you know, nobody talks about smells very often. It's but they say it's the sense that leaves like the most long lasting memories and things too. Absolutely. Uh, well, one that comes to mind because I'm in the same place right now is this, um, apartment that I live in here. I'm in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and I'm on the sixth floor. I have a big balcony and <clears throat> down below in the parking lot of our complex here, there's a place called chunky monkey. I think I always get it mm-hmm. wrong. Is it chunky? Yeah. Anyway, they make granola and, you know, mm-hmm. things made out of granola, like these really good chocolate chip cookies. And, and the, anyway, they have these big ovens down there. They look like big pizza ovens and they cook giant or bake big uh, racks of cookies and granola and all that. And it's, it reminds me of in the cartoons when the, the smell lines go wafting up to somebody's apartment, you know, and I sit yeah. up here and smell these cookies and granola. It's all like really good organic stuff and you can smell the chocolate and the cinnamon and oh man the honey oh man so i'm getting hungry yeah i had one of their cookies yesterday i'm gonna probably have to go there after we get done (laughs) yeah definitely get get one for me please yeah you guys have any smells in my honor that you want to um yeah i i actually have a smell um something that we burn uh fairly often here in the studio is uh palo santo are you familiar with Palo Santo? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, it smells so amazing. It's um, it's actually a wood uh, native to South America. Okay. And I have a friend that originally introduced me to it who's really – speaking of, uh, you know, synchronistical stories, he was gifted his first stick of Palo Santo several years ago. And he um, was so taken with this, you know, the, the, the feeling, the energy that this particular wood gives you. And, and they use it, uh, shamans and so forth, use it in ceremony. Um, he was so taken with it when he, when, you know, he, he was originally exposed to it. He went to South America, uh, you know, a couple years later, and that's going back within the last year, uh, to try and find a source to start, you know, distributing it here. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the States. And he actually ended up in Ecuador, I believe it is, where there's a Palo Santo forest, like in a volcano um, ridge. And he, the guy who, the caretaker 
actually had sent out Palo Santo and done a whole ritual to find the next caretaker. And they connected the dots and found out the original stick that was gifted to my friend Brandon was actually the same, came from the same source from this guy who sent it out with the intention of attracting someone to come. Yeah. To come that actually in, just gave in, me a chill. That sounds like it's a, really beautiful a story. story. It's a really cool, cool story. And um, so, yeah, Palo Santo is absolutely, uh, you know, I don't even know how to describe the feeling that I get when I smell it. It's uh, it's very sacred, uh, you know, almost like sage or something, but wit- <clears throat> I like it way more than sage. That's cool. I'm going to have to see if I, there's a lot of incense over here in Thailand. I wonder if they have any of that around. Yeah. It'd be a little sticks. It's like a little stick of wood, maybe the size of your index finger, you know, is normally okay. how you'll see it. And then you just burn, you know, and it burns of course really slowly. And, um, you know, the smoke from it, it's, it's really, really magical. Cool. I love that question. That's a cool one. Yeah. That was yeah. a cool one. Dalian, do you uh, have well, anything I, you want to share? N- no, I don't have. Well, I was going to share one very general one, but um, I don't have a specific one. Actually, the one specific one that I had thought of, of course, was Palo Santo. So Brandon sort of <laughs> took that one. But, We're both um, fans. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just here lately, um, since I've been uh, staying with him here at the house, and particularly last night, there's just been like a lot of really awesome smells in general. Because uh, I think part of it is his girlfriend going around and like you know planting little things. Like when she brought these pine cones for Christmas here a couple weeks ago, that um, made the uh, this little studio we have here smell really nice. Uh, last night we had a little party, and there were also a couple of like really nice smells and scents in the air. So, so yeah, again, sort of like a general, you know, I don't have like a really specific one, but, uh, she got it. Uh, actually, one of the gifts I gave her was a diffuser for Christmas. So yeah. there's lots of, uh, you know, lavender and things like this, uh, wafting through the air. You know? uh, <laughs> I think that's that something it. that people often overlook, you know, they, they make a place Absolutely. look nice and they, they want, you know, they think about things like music or maybe they want to the place Aesthetics, to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think I know I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm looking around my place right now and there's nothing in this room that's just here to make it smell good. I have I have some flowers and things outside, but you know, I just forget about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, are, is this whole uh subject that we're uh discussing now because you drew this tangibles card? Was that the one yeah. that uh that brought us here? Huh. Right. That's interesting because that was your wild card. So it's it's yeah. cool how the game, like you said, goes in, into these little side tangents. Right. Yeah, you, you don't really yeah, ever even, know where it's headed. Yeah. yeah it's, Brandon even had that cool little story about Palo Santo, which actually I sort of missed because I got distracted here. I'm going to have to have you retell it to me. Oh, yeah. It's a cool Here one. in private while well, the audience like yeah, already heard it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um. Guys, we've been at the game, uh, or actually recording now for about two hours, so uh, we're getting very close to two hours or a few minutes yeah. away. And uh, it's actually been really, it's really fun. I, I yeah, love good. It. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, and so, thanks for um, for having this idea to play the game. I really liked it. It was. It, yeah, we well, done- you know, I, re- I I really want to. You know, a big part of you know what this is all about for me is how can I you know, how can I help you with what you're doing, you know, by, by putting your message out there. And in this case, you have something more than a message. You have something that's, uh, you know, we can experience together. So makes even better, you know? Cool. Um, Great. 
then yeah. just talking and, is playing. Yeah, good. Any and chance I, was, I get to play, I'm in. <laughs> good. Yeah, cool. And, you know, I've done a little like two minute or three minute demonstration video on YouTube where I just pretend that I'm two players. But this is the first okay. long, long form for people to listen to. That's really cool idea. Cool. Well, this has been really, really fun playing the Better Me game. Uh, I definitely am going to order a copy of the, uh, the, the physical version. Um, and what a great idea to have it free online so that people can get a taste for it. Uh, I think that's really smart of you. And I think it's just a matter of time till people really, uh, you know, catch on with this. And, uh, I think you're going to have a lot of success, uh, with it. It's, it's definitely unique, uh, when compared to any other type of board game I've ever played. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Good. I, I feel like it's slowly but surely gaining traction. And uh, I really think that you putting it out there will help new people find it. So I feel really yeah, good about that. Yeah, I feel, I feel really good to be a part of it and, and you know, to to share the, the your first experience playing it, uh, you know, in this fashion where people can access it and hear it. And um, yeah, so thanks. Thanks so much. You bet. And I want to mention real quick, too, that anybody out there, even if you haven't played the game yet, but you want to, or you want just a group, even if you never play the game, if you want a place where you can go and tell other people your commitments and see what other people are committing to and help support and hold each other accountable, uh, we made a Facebook group for that. And so okay. it's called uh, Better Me Players Accountability and Connection. And if you're, okay. if you just go to better me, uh, better me com, that's one of the tabs on the site. You'll see it says accountability group and that'll take you there. So it's, awesome. it's a good place to, to help, help each other out. Yeah. I love the accountability, uh, element to the game. So you'll be hearing from me about, uh, the things that I'm supposed to hold you accountable for. Great. And, uh, perfect. Thank yeah. you. And if, uh, if, uh, for some reason you don't come through, then, uh, I'm going to call the the granola bakery that you live under and tell them uh, no more to cut you off. Yeah. Cup, no cookies until I accomplish <laughs> no my task. Cookies. He did not do his homework. <laughs> right. Oh man. That's good. Cool. So one, la <laughs> one last question that I, I like to always ask people um, in 60 seconds or less, what is the meaning of life according to Dan O'Donnell? Wow. You know, I, We'll just blurt out what comes to mind. I think that everybody has a different way of experiencing life and different things they're trying to accomplish. Um, and that word accomplishment has so much connected to it. But I think everybody has a different experience. And I think of life as a game and the world is like a big playground. So I think the point of it the way I see things is to get out there on the playground and play and, uh, you know, make things happen, try things. I think it was Emerson. He said, all of life is an experiment and, uh, mm -hmm. the more experiments you do, the better. So get out there and do things. That's why we're here. Awesome. Awesome. Good yeah. quote too. He's, he's yeah. one of my favorites. All right. Well, thank all of you out there for listening, uh, to this, uh, edition of the positive head podcast until next time. Remember, as long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. <laughs> Take care, everyone.